Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of 20 Something Girl Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Robinson, and I am so happy you're here. You guys, I'm so excited. Today, I'm actually with our first guest, our first guest on the 20 Something Girl Podcast. I'm so happy to say it's one of my best friends, Jaden Ward, sitting here with me right now. Jaden. Hello. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hello. It's so crazy to be sitting down and actually recording with another person. As you guys know, I just sit in a room and talk to myself for 45 minutes. So to have another person across from me. It just feels like natural conversation. Natural conversation. <laughs> We're going with it. Yes, we are. But to give everyone a little bit of a backstory, like I said, Jaden is one of my best friends, a thriving 20-something girl, and I thought it would just be a perfect first guest because you have so much on the go, and I feel like we really need to showcase it. Yes. Talk about it. I'm honored. I'm honestly so honored to be, first of all, first guest, and it just feels so natural to be here, and this is also my first podcast to be on, so I'm also, there's a whole bunch of firsts going (laughs) on right now. There's just a whole bunch of firsts. We're gonna go for it. We're just going for it. Okay, give everyone an elevator pitch intro so just like a little bit about yourself what you do how old you are if you want to share it (laughs) of course you know not i'm not too old yeah your age you can still share it at this age yeah Yeah. it's acceptable um so i'm 23 um and what i do i oh what do i don't do honestly so right now i am currently a student i'm in an esthetician program finishing that and I will be a master esthetician graduating in just about a month with my professional and clinical um, aesthetic background. At the moment I also do work at a spa in Penhold so I do my professional side on that as well and then I will be offering clinical in a month with that too. And then I also am a dance teacher because you know a heels instructor. You bet. Burlesque heels, girl, I got you. The works. Like, you just have so much going on. And I, I feel do. like everything really is confidence-based. Like, you're definitely, with beauty, is so confidence-based. Mm-hmm. Heels, so confidence-based. Like, you're yes. just pumping people up all day. 100%. Yeah. You kind of have to. Like, it's like a realm of, like, I have to keep myself confident as well which we'll dive more into in this episode too but confidence is a huge confidence is key (laughs) you need it honestly and like I'm all for the fact of faking it till you make it but I feel like that only goes so far yeah like at some point it's got to be real yeah like Like, I can't keep faking this yeah like at some point (laughs) it turns real and it's like okay and now I feel like people know I'm being like not authentic yeah (laughs) I'm just like so now it's like a part of you now you're like actually exuding the confidence that you built yes so I feel like personally I can't wait to talk about everything you're doing but I feel like we should start Mm -hmm. with pursuing and beginning your esthetician career Mm -hmm. because I feel like that's kind of one of the main things like most consuming thing you have going on yes you know so you recently graduated from college with your professional esthetician diploma you bet yes so you just did it. You just jumped right into it. So yeah. when did you graduate? Um, I graduated that course in February. And when did you start it? I started in August of last year. Yeah. So it's a very fast paced program, which I don't think a lot of people understand with aesthetics. It's kind of like a 
we're going to teach you everything and then um, have fun, do it on your own time, and then figure out your your area. Yeah. In the real world, we're going to give you the tools and then throw you into the real world. Basically. So yeah. I am so thankful that I landed a job, first of all, so fresh out of school. Yeah. And um, in the world of aesthetics, like a lot of spas and salons just want you working on just manicures and pedicures just at the beginning. And where I work, they kind of were like, no, we want you to, like, whatever you feel comfortable in, offer everything that you feel competent in, which was nice because you kind of get your hands on anything and everything. So I also work with a hair team and a massage team. So I learn, I learned so much from each individual group, which is nice because we all kind of cater into one area and we all, we mesh really well together, so... Yeah. And I feel like the more you take on, more experience you get, you're able to, like, build your own niche. Yeah. And then you can outrule what you like and what you don't, don't like. like. Yeah. So it's ever, ever fast and ever evolving, which is exciting, but it's, it's a, it's a fun one. It's a process. It is. So was there a turning point that led you to just go for it and start the journey? Like, what was the point where you were like, okay, I'm going to actually pursue aesthetics and take the leap because it's not an easy thing to do to make the decision to be like okay I'm gonna invest myself Mm -hmm. gonna invest my time my personal life Mm -hmm. and also the money of course (laughs) that you invest into school and invest into your career right off the hop so like what made you get started like what so I was in an like I was um an assistant manager at a shoe store for quite some time Um, in that area and I honestly I felt very stagnant in that area because I knew I couldn't grow much in the company that I was with and I just always felt like I had a higher calling to do something more and I really I love working individually with people and I also love making people feel confident and just um, love what they own and stuff like that so and I've always had a passion for aesthetics always like always. you've always been into it like <laughs> as soon as you told me that you were going into aesthetics it was like absolutely because we had been talking about it and like if you had to like pick a career it was always aesthetic driven like in yes. that field yeah so when you decided to go for it I was so proud and just to Thank see you. like just the progression is just like so cool yeah so just the moment of like okay I know I'm kind of in a stagnant point I need a change I need to like start going for something start pursuing like yes a passion Mm -hmm. would you say 100% yeah and I think a lot of like when I was feeling stagnant I knew in the area that I was in I wasn't passionate about yes it gave me a lot of life skills and um knowledge that I will always take with me oh yeah experience but like I was like okay we gotta what's next what else is next for me right now? life can't take me by like we gotta yeah I'm like we gotta go I'm 20-something and I need to (laughs) change her up. (laughs) Yeah, I've got to, like, pursue what I want. Yes. Like, that's exactly it. It's like we have to, like, take hold of, like, our interests and, like, pursue them. And if it didn't work out, okay, at least you could cross it off. And say you tried. Yeah, and say you tried. Yeah. But in this case, it's like, okay, this is actually, I'm finding, like, um, like, my niche and, like, I'm finding... Like, fulfillment is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Out of the career. 100%. That you're, like, starting to work on. Mm-hmm. You said that school was very condensed. Like, you started in August, ended in February. Yes. Was that... Like, what what, like, what was that like? It was stressful. 
Yeah. I am not going to lie. It was like, uh, so you learn something, oh, cool, on to the next. And you're like, I barely... I haven't even processed yeah. it. And I'm like, I still need my cue cards, girl. I yeah. still... I have not mastered yeah. this. How are we moving People on? People are like, you want to get a facial done? I'm like, where, when do we do exfoliation? When, yeah. do we, <laughs> when do we double cleanse? Okay, what yeah. are we doing? But um, no, I think the biggest thing about the aesthetics industry is that there is so much you can do and that's why I love it is because even though you learn so much of you get your hands on so much different things you you already know kind of you're like okay I feel comfortable and confident already in this Mm -hmm. like nails being one of my um strongest suits right now and also skincare so facials are a huge strong point for me too like let's just say waxing, it's fun. Yeah. I'm I'm still learning if I love it or not. But mm-hmm. you know what? It's you I haven't outruled it. it yet. Yeah, <laughs> you can offer it, but it's like not. It's, it might not be in your niche. You know what? It doesn't feed my soul. Yeah. I'm just kind of like yeah. There I, it is. I love the instant results, but I'm like, yeah. mm, then I love I'm doing sure. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally, no kidding. So it's like just so hands on, like because very hands on. If you had to give a service you had to take a service yes yeah 100 every service that i offer i have You've done i have done and i've gotten it done yeah so that and it's nice i think a lot of people need to get services done on themselves so they at least know so when my clients ask me they're like hey what does this feel like i can't be like you can be truthful yeah i can't yeah. be like i have no idea girl you're in for a long trust ride. the process they tell yeah. me yeah no you have to like it's part of the experience it's having it done on yourself yes right yeah no then I can give like this result will last you x amount of time and I can be truthful about it yeah honest like feedback on you like your personal experience if you had the service done yes yeah how did the transition from hands-on schooling to full-time professional esthetician like go go about yeah oh girl it was uh, a lot of mental breakdowns in between and (laughs) a lot of like scrounging what am I doing and that's where the confidence really you have to kick yourself you have to find it yeah you have to be like okay like and you have to be honest with yourself though being like I remember I would always tell my employer being like this is what I'm not confident in I will keep training and keep practicing but I'm gonna be honest with you this isn't a strong point Mm -hmm. and I think being truthful um about your expertise and not lying about it is what's going to set you up first of all for success because I can't just be lying to my um, employer and clients when I know I'm not going to give the best results. Yeah. So it was a lot and it still is a lot. I'm still quite new, but um, the people that I work for and the women that I work with are nothing but an encouraging bunch. And that's why I love the Central Alberta Esthetician Group because everyone will feed off of each other. Even if we put on our Instagram, they'd be like, oh, this is a good way to try this. Have you tried this technique? I think that is really nice. We have a good bunch Support of... Support system. Yes. And yeah. it's very humbling to know because this industry does get... Um, they say it can get catty, but I haven't found that, honestly, yet. Yeah. So, so far. See, that's like good that's like amazing that's what you want yes like go from school to be like into an environment of like okay we're gonna aid you to your full potential yeah and help you build that confidence in services Mm -hmm. and maybe things that you're not like super sure about you have professionals on your side helping you yeah 100% of the way so honestly the people that I work with are amazing encouraging and 
I work with a great esthetician group and I'm very, very happy with that. And we all have our different expertise too, yeah. which is nice. We all kind of deliver different results and um, feedback for each other. So it's nice that clients can kind of find who they like the best. It's nothing like out of um, like disrespect to anyone. It's just, no, it's you, just preference. You, yeah. You find yeah. your esthetician, you love them and we're all very encouraging that and we'll let each other know being like, they do this the best. Please go. Yeah, this is who you should be. This is what you're looking for. This is who you should be working with. Yes. Yeah, come to me if you need this. Go to her if you need that. Exactly. Yeah, see, that's such a nice, like, like reassuring for mm-hmm. if someone's interested in, like, pursuing aesthetics but, like, weary of the industry because I think, like you said, it kind of maybe can come along with, like, a caddy rep. Mm-hmm. And that might be even, like, misconstrued because people just label... A all female based environment, right? As like, oh, you're working with all females, gotta be some cattiness, but it doesn't have to be. No, it definitely does not have to be. That is so nice to hear, probably, if anyone's looking or anyone's like interested in the aesthetics industry to Mm -hmm. know that, like, okay, it might, people might say stuff about it, but you have to experience it. And it's also what you take out of it and what you put into it, too. Yeah. Because if um, you're, like, be mindful of your behavior, too, if you also do know that you do um, create some more of that energy. Um, be aware that you can invite that energy yeah. as well. We kind of, like, bring out... We really, if we give it, we can bring it out in people, too. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. What we allow, we can also gently unallow, too. Yeah. So it's like, like, okay. Yeah, it's like... You have to look inward. Yep, yeah. 100%. In any, any industry yeah Mm -hmm. so what would you like if you had any advice Mm -hmm. for someone who is looking to start the journey in the aesthetic industry like if you had someone tell you something Mm -hmm. before you started what would it be um this course is fast Mm -hmm. you're going to get overwhelmed but be mindful that everyone starts somewhere yeah. And everyone's had the same feeling. So you're not alone in this. And be patient with yourself, mm-hmm. honestly, because skills and techniques take time to master. It's not going to be overnight. You're going to be an amazing at a lash lift or yeah. you're going to be amazing at brow shaping or whatever it is, manicures and pedicures. Honestly, I went in with the idea of being like, I can paint a nail. Don't you worry, girl. And the first nail I painted, I was like, are you kidding? That's how it turned out. Are you kidding me? This is how it turned out? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I'm so what? much better at this in my head. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> or on myself. I was going to master this. Like, I had, I don't know. I definitely went in with a cockier attitude. I'm not going to lie. And um, I think that's where I got hit on the booty a little bit. Because I was like, ooh. A little bit of a check. Yep. I was like, okay, well, that was, um, that was definitely a humbling experience for sure. So... I feel like starting points of career come with humbling experiences. And I feel like the advice to be patient with yourself and know that, like, you're not going to be perfect is so applicable to, like, anything and any point where Mm -hmm. anyone's at. Because it's, like, if you're just starting school, whether it be esthetician school or college or, you know, whatever avenue you're in, in, it's, like, you can't put the unrealistic expectation on yourself to be perfect at something because you're only going to be met with disappointment. Oh, and you're going to get humbled real, real quick. quick. 
Real and it might quick. be really discouraging. One thousand percent. If you go into the go into it with such mm-hmm. an unrealistic expectation. So like I feel like that's such a be patient with ourselves is like a twenty something lesson. One thousand percent. It's like yeah. we just all gotta be patient because we are all figuring it out and working through it because when I feel like the second you are patient, you allow yourself to have more of an open mindset. Yeah. So you'll take in a better experience. You won't go in with that high expectation of yourself being like, okay, this is, I'm going to be amazing at this, blah, 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 blah. You're coming out of it just more humbled. So you're going to be like, okay, well, I, I did not do this good, but I saw a technique and I'm going to try this now. Yeah. Um, for any aspect you're in. Yeah. It's like accepting growth. Yep. It's like, okay, being realistic with what your, like you said, your highs and your lows Mm -hmm. and what you really need to start learning and working on and, you know, perfecting is key in any experience. 1000%. But yeah, especially like, that's good for like people that are going into it. It's like, know that you are, yeah, you might think you can paint a nail, but girl, you don't even know yet. <laughs> I was like, cuticles? Oh, those are a thing. Okay. Literally. Push those back real quick. Okay, we got it. Literally. So, so that was a humbling experience for me, for sure. And I was like, okay, it's first week and I already... Here we go. Here we go. Here I'm we thrown go. in. Yeah. But. So a couple weeks ago... Yes. You grilled me on my skincare. <laughs> I'm... You guys, I don't want to say my skincare because I know it's not prime (laughs) and it's something that I am looking to invest in because Mm -hmm. you only get one set. You have to take care of your skin. I, and your body, like this is your home. Oh yes. And if you damage your skin, there's, it's just harder. Yeah. And you know, honestly, if you invest in your skin now too, hi, 20 somethings out there, um, it is way cheaper to, prevent than mm-hmm. it is to pay for all the treatments to help alleviate. Restore. Yeah, like, yeah. hi, I just did all the sun damage, all these, anything, na- you name it. And then it's like, a lot of these treatments, and you need multiple of them in order to see some really good results. Yeah. But that is a lot of money itself, and you still need to be on top of your skincare as well, too. So yeah. if you prevent it now, it it's is so much better. Oh my goodness. So much better. You're setting yourself up. Yeah, for when you asked me what my skincare was, I was like, I can't say. I can't say it out loud. And I'm not repeating it on here. <laughs> because That's it's like only I'm, for me and you. It's only for me and you. But it's like, it's something I'm working on. Yes. Right? But if, like, what's your, what's your go-to skincare product? Like, what's essential in your routine? Do you, th- do you have an idea of what I'm going to say? I do because we talked about it a lot and me I need to incorporate it back into my routine. Okay, well I have two. Okay. Share, please. Um well I think I was like honestly I think they're all essential, which is annoying. But um if I had to pick well one for sure is an SPF. Yeah. I am not gonna lie. Because I and I Mineral based SPF You bet we're on the hunt for one, ladies. <laughs> Because honestly, and like, I will say a quick little tip. The difference between why all of these estheticians and all these skincare gurus are like mineral SPF is because a chemical SPF absorbs the heat into your skin, which then can actually create the reaction to make more melanin um, and hyperpigmentation in your skin. Whereas mm-hmm. mineral, it shields it and it reflects the UVA and UVB rays. 
So that's why we say mineral all the way through because it's not absorbing that heat, creating that hyperpigmentation. It's just reflecting it off your skin. It's genuinely protecting you. Yes. So mineral sunscreen, if you're, if you don't have one in your routine, you're not alone. I'm with you, Yeah. but I'm on the hunt. Yes. And I'm if going you to. are on the hunt, <laughs> the biggest thing, the two are just the key ingredients to look for in your SPF is it has to have zinc oxide in it or titanium dioxide. That is what makes it that true mineral SPF. So yeah. simply you can just look on the back of the bottle of your SPF and it will say in the ingredients list, either those two or it will have both. Either way, they're amazing. You need it. You need it. Okay. Need what was it. your second? Like your Mine would be honestly a vitamin C serum. Okay. And fun fact, this is why they say to use vitamin C in the morning because once you use vitamin C with your SPF, it actually doubles its effects for your double or for your SPF as well. So you're getting that protection with your vitamin C serum. You're getting that free radical damage. Um, well, you're getting that protection from free radical damage from your vitamin C. And then you're also putting that layer of SPF, your mental SPF, which then will then make a really good protected skin barrier. We love it. And just beautiful. Healthy skin. We are here for glowy skin. Glowy and no cancer skin. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. We ain't seeing it. No. We want to take care of our skin and we want to prevent rather than deal with later. Yeah. Deal with our problems later. It's very expensive when you do that. Yeah. Yeah. What is one of like your favorite treatments that you've got done through like your schooling? Because now you're in clinical. You bet. So the whole experience is probably similar but different because everything's different. It's very different now because now I'm dealing with more paperwork, more charting, and also I'm going now deeper into your skin and puncturing it also um, with needles now too. So that's a little bit scary. Yeah. It just (laughs) takes on a whole different It's a whole new medical side of skin. I'm like, wow, love it. But it's, yeah, it's quite intense. Yeah. So what is one treatment that you've gone, what, whether it be like classified as professional or clinical, mm-hmm. what's something that you like, you're like, it's like my go-to. Ooh. Yeah. Like what's your like, oh, I love this. Ooh, that is such a good question. Um, okay. I'm I, really putting you on the spot. <laughs> like, I, honestly, I think, cause I dealt with pretty bad acne as a young little child. And that is genuinely the reason why I also got into this industry um, because skin, I've been studying this for a very long time and trying out products like nobody's business. And you felt the struggle of like, yeah, okay, I'm unhappy with my skin and I don't understand it. And like, hi, I'm the girl that also bought like thousands of dollars of skincare. And I'm like, hey, this doesn't work. Why? <laughs> yeah. Like, what am I not understanding? What am I not doing right? Yeah. So, and then I was like, you know what? Let's just, let's go to, um, esthetician school and let's figure it out so that was fun but um the treatment that I most adore would definitely be microneedling just because I deal with a lot of acne scars scar tissue in my skin from my acne that scarring that I had from years ago um and hi who doesn't love new collagen like give it to me I want to look like I'm 20 forever literally you want to hold on to the youth yes it feels like you got fresh Botox after you feel so good don't mind you you do look a little bit red for a good three days after like that is definitely there is some downtime on this treatment yeah but but it's worth it if you have any type of scarring or any type of wrinkles you're gonna benefit 
from it. <laughs> that is wonderful. I mean, who doesn't like glowy, fresh skin? I feel like now that we've talked about it and now, like, I've just been hearing all of your recommendations and just having mm-hmm. regular talks about investing in my skin, I've become so much more aware of my skin and what I'm not doing yep. to help it <laughs> and prevent anything. But yeah, so wonderful. Well, and it's fun too because skincare, like after really going into school and like now studying marketing, branding, um, what skincare actually works and such, a lot of the skincare out there actually doesn't really work in that dermis layer, which is our true skin layer. Um, everything works on that surface level. So if you're really wanting to see some actual results, you're please talk to an actual esthetician. Cause, of course. Yeah, because even though we can all diagnose, like, hi, well, I'm guilty of it. I went on YouTube and, like, I used to use... Oh, my God, I want to admit it. But I was that baking soda exfoliator girl because you really tried it all i tried it if all. it said on pinterest like you tried please. it i don't even want to uh, was there not, peanut butter involved in one time girl i don't know <laughs> like, we don't have to get into it we can't talk about it like the amount of hair masks that i've done yes. because like google said this was like gonna treat your dry damaged hair and i put okay i put flour in my hair and i knew exactly when <laughs> i saw this recipe and i was like i don't even know why i don't even know I'm not sure. I don't know why. And I was like, I know this, like, the second you get this wet. It's going to clump. <laughs> it's going to, like, goop in your hair. And instantly, um, yeah, so. Instant regret. Yeah, when I got my hair nice and wet, I was like, I knew this was going to happen. But, like, that is the power of the internet. It just gets in yeah. your head. And you're like, no, but this is amazing for me. Literally. That is so, that's key. It's like, we can all turn into our own professional esthetician with Google. 100%. But. That information is not curated to you. So when you go see a professional such as yourself, you know, when you're getting that master esthetician diploma, Mm -hmm. you know, when you go see someone like that, it's curated to what you need. Not Pinterest telling you, this might work. And this worked probably for Hailey Bieber. Yes, That's probably how it's advertised. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, okay, like we all want to like her yet. Yeah. yeah, like you know, like it's. I think everyone has been a victim of, of that of some sort. But yeah. and yeah, people just misdiagnose themselves a lot. And but hi, I've been there. Don't you worry. And it's it's a fun one. It's a fun one. It's kind of. But funny. here we are. We're all figuring it out. And I feel like now is the time to take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. You. Okay, briefly, before we get into what else you got going on, mm-hmm. you briefly mentioned, like, now, starting your esthetician course and everything like that, yep. you're really making a brand for yourself and promoting it on, say, like, platforms such as, like, Instagram and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And just, like, figuring out what kind of content you want to provide to those following along your journey. Mm-hmm. And that's so awesome to just educate people in a different way. Yeah. Where it's coming from, hey, I just learned this so Mm -hmm. organic yep and just trying to figure out like where your brand and what you want to bring to like this industry and that's the biggest thing that I want my social media pages to be it's just just on authentic education because I like I said skin first of all is just such a difficult struggle I think for everyone everyone can so different yeah everyone can look at themselves in the mirror and be like 
find one flaw about their skin. Yeah. And um, that's why I just love to genuinely help people, especially those acne-prone people and young individuals, because I was there rubbing baking soda on my face like you know yeah I was like the amount (laughs) like why isn't this getting rid of it well and I'm like cringing even talking about it because like hi micro tears all up in that skin we we do we We don't don't encourage it it. no we don't no baking soda people no we hear that you heard it here first no baking soda no more baking soda please (laughs) no more flour in your hair yeah (laughs) no please don't put the flour in your hair don't trust pinterest no don't yeah like honestly (laughs) I think we're evolving that's for sure but um Back in our day, no, I w- I believed honestly, I believed anything you would tell me. I'd be like, yeah, oh, like that's gonna help. That's gonna I'm help. I'm gonna try it. Great, I can't wait to put that all over my face and like burn off my face. I can't wait. Yeah, we've but come so far. We have come so far. Now we are using professional products, and I and never thought it was the day for mineral SPF. Yes. We are on the hunt. Yeah. And you can always message me too if you're like, girl, is this mineral? I'll be like, don't you worry, I got you. Yeah, literally. I feel like once. I, like, find one. <laughs> like, hi. You know, once I, like, you know, take steps to, like, find one, I'm going to send it to you first and be like, this is mineral right. I feel like I'm honestly just going to go buy one for you and just be like, please put this on your face. Please try right this. now. Let yeah. me know how it works. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, that is just <laughs> sometimes what friends need to do for each other. Honestly, yes. Like, no. Like, I, I'm here for you. Girl. It's here for you. Yeah. yeah. I'm here for you. Okay, let's switch gears mm-hmm. because, like we mentioned, aesthetics, professional esthetician is mm-hmm. not your only title. No. You're also a heels dance instructor. Yes, and just added burlesque to it, too. Wow. Wow. Just doing it. You're just, just a it. girl of many traits, and I just love it. I love just hearing what you're up to because it's all passion-driven, and yes. I feel like that's so important when we're, like, trying to navigate these, like awkward sometimes 20 something you just got out of school or like whatever you're trying to find Mm -hmm. where your passion is going to connect to career yes and for you these two industries are doing that yes they're very passion driven they're very passion turned career you bet they turn in you know (laughs) we're evolving and we're evolving so like how did you even get involved like how did you become a heels instructor so this is actually a fun little story i like to tell everyone buckle in for a second so um when i had a head injury a couple years well almost like a decade ago now um i remember i was just i was sitting on my couch and i wasn't at school didn't have dance you know feeling lost feeling like a different realm and i was on facebook and i saw this one dance pop up on like my Facebook and instantly I was like oh this is my style it's a cute little hip-hoppy jazzy routine and then I noticed these girls were dancing on heels and I was like um what um we're doing that kind of style of dance on a like a five inch pump are you kidding yeah instantly fell in love and then I just got absolutely wrapped around this industry the second I saw it and then a couple years go by, and my dance mentor then came to Red Deer. And um, I've never danced heels ever in my life. This was about two and a half years, three years ago now. Yeah. Never danced it, but always wanted to do it. And I was like, okay, where are we going to go from here? So I did the courageous thing that day, and I was like, I'm signing up. 
I'm taking a heels class. Yeah, I'm doing the dang thing. I have I've no been, idea if I'm wearing the right heels, if I'm wearing anything cute. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm doing it. So I went in and I failed miserably, obviously, but I had so much fun. I was like, Kate, I'm absolutely obsessed with this industry. I knew it was going to be, but I have a lot of work to do. So I then trained consistently with that style for about solid for about a year, danced in the Codette program, which um, the studio that I dance at right now is Dance Code. We have one in Edmonton and Calgary, and we just opened up our location in Red Deer. So I did the Codette program through the Edmonton location. And we then performed everywhere, and then then COVID hit. Mm-hmm. So then we also had a stagnant little energy of where we were Stay going. Stay home. Yeah, just a little, okay, how like, do we move forward? Yeah, like, what are we doing? I can't do heels on a carpet in my house. No. Doesn't work. Does not work for me. So took a little bit of a break and then boom, we were all open again. And then we were like, let's open Dance Code Red Deer. And I felt confident enough in my skill set that thankfully Sarah was like, girl, here, I have an opening for you for a position to be a heels teacher. And I was like, let's do it. Yeah. And you just went for it. I did. Honestly, I was like, I don't, I have a, a little bit of a teaching background But this was like, okay, now I have a class, I have a night designated for just me, and now I have to offer all these new things. It was complete new Yeah, it's a whole new, you're offering services to people who want something from you. Yes. You know, want to take away something from your class. That's a lot of pressure. Too much. Yeah, yeah, for like just starting. Yes. But that is so, because it's such a what am I trying to say? It's like such an organic transition for you because mm-hmm. you have such a dance background mm-hmm. and it's such, once again, a passion led purpose. 1000%. Where you're like, okay, you found this video, like you said, almost a decade ago, which is crazy. Yeah. And you took it when it came. I was like, hey, I've been dreaming about this. This is my opportunity it to was, like train. Yeah. And it was, I literally laugh about it looking about that whole moment because they're a little bit more to the story too but I'm not going to go too far in depth with it but it was funny how that class like I was just scrolling through Instagram and then it was like we're doing a heels class red deer five to six and I was like great I'm I have that this evening is meant free to be. like yeah. literally it just all feel like it, it felt so aligned and everything in this journey that I've had since that two and a half three years ago moment everything in between just felt like it all happened at the right moment. Yeah, everything is feeling aligned. Yeah. So, yeah. and it's crazy when um, my students ask me, they're like, oh, well, you probably have been doing heels for so long. I'm like, girl, I'm like, no. I was like, I'm literally off and on again because COVID was like a good year. I didn't yeah. train in it. So it was like probably two years. like Consistently. Consistently, through. yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I'm quite new to it too. Yeah. But I was like, but once you feel confident and passionate about it, you kind of just go for it. Yeah. And it's back again to the being patient. Like you knew yes. going into that class, like you've never danced on heels. What an intimidating thought, but mm-hmm. you did it. Yes. And you were like, and like you said, it wasn't perfect. No. You probably fall, fell a lot. I have a video of it and I'm like, Ooh, yes. that is, yeah. <laughs> it's like, but it's like, you went into it with an open mind because you yes. genuinely wanted to pursue it. And I wanted you didn't to want try to be, it. Yeah, yeah. You didn't want to be perfect at it. No. And I, I, like I said, I never knew I was going to be 
I never knew I was going to be a dance teacher. Yeah, and how it would, like, lead to this. Yeah, but I was like, you know what? I love this, and I've always been very invested in this industry ever since I saw it. So I was like, I'm going for it. Yeah. And now we're here. Now we're here. So you teach two classes weekly? Yeah. Yeah. And just, like, new people all the time, new routines. That, yes. So I make a lesson plan every week, and it's... um, new combos every week um but I also like to have a little bit of foundation of technique as well in my classes just because I want to make sure your safety um with dancing is always key is when it's number one Mm -hmm. because I can't you can't be amazing at these combos with like I can't be like okay let's go do a turn into a drag step and bada boom like you don't even know what a turn and a drag step is yet yeah. So I can't expect these high results from you in a combo if you're like, girl, I can't even piece together, like, the the little I'm just step. trying to walk yeah, right now. Yeah, you're like, I can't even grapevine, girl. Like, what yeah. are you doing? So yeah. So I have to be mindful that I have very beginners, and I also have some advanced dancers coming to me as well. So curating a lesson plan for all these individuals is challenging, but yet so rewarding. Yeah. It just, like, probably fulfills a different part of you oh than, gosh. like, any other thing you have going on in your life. It keeps me in such a creative mindset, and it, and I love it because that is also a skill that our brain, a lot of people don't get to experience. Express, yeah. yeah. So yeah. having this outlet, oh, just feels so ever, so good. So good. Yes. What do you think your biggest takeaway you feel you get from dance instructing, specifically your heels and now burlesque? Like, what do you think your biggest takeaway from it is it's definitely just having the feeling of like women walking through these doors so they're just so I don't know if I I can't really speak with on like their mindset but they could be feeling lost or like I have a couple of women in there too that um I have all age groups yeah so I have girls that have also just graduated or they're in their 40s as well Um, but I also have, and they're mothers too. So the biggest thing is that they, they didn't get to do this when they were that 20 something years old because they didn't have time and they didn't have the energy for it. And they just, life got away from them. So the biggest takeaway from them is just seeing them live their passion now. And I get, I get so fulfilled when I see all my students just get a combo and like they're so uplifted for like the rest of their weekend and they'll text me and they'll be like I just feel so confident even though I may have not did the combo completely right but they're like I'm walking better and I'm putting more effort into my daily life and they just have a whole different outlook for life because of this one hour I spent with them yeah and that's why I loved what I do because I can almost create that creative mindset for them to be like ooh, like they get to try a new skill feel confident in it after or sometimes there's disappointment too don't get me wrong we're not always perfect I'm not always gonna have a perfect class but the biggest takeaway is I get to empower people and that's and that's huge 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 thing for me just huge knowing that like people are leaving empowered because I feel like no matter what age you're at everyone needs that moment Yeah. yeah and everyone needs that moment to be like okay I am in this moment I am so comfortable in my body and who I am Mm -hmm. and what being a woman if if it's a woman you know like like however you however you identify yeah um 
means to me. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be whoever, whatever, it's feeling whole in yourself, even if it is for an hour once a week. Yes. That's going to overflow into your life. When a lot of this, like, area that I have created for these women too it's they all said that like this feels like a safe space yeah so if they are in that creative mindset that they also just want to have like an improv session for like 10 minutes I'm like go for it I'll put on whatever music you want just have this moment for yourself to express and however you want and like expressive energy is a huge thing that I love to go off by too because I know every week (laughs) like I know a couple of my dance friends like they'll be like oh I made my choreo for the whole month and I'm like (laughs) I make it up literally the day of because yeah. you want it organic. Yeah, I'm like you want whatever to feel the moment and the class exactly because I'm like whatever energy I'm in, I want to give to my class later that day, or else I just yeah, it doesn't feel organic to me. It doesn't feel natural. Yeah, I feel like that's something that, like I said, any age, but definitely in these like twenty something years, like I know that at some point. We have all felt really disconnected with our confidence mm-hmm. and our body and had that moment of, okay, when you just like are being, you don't feel connected to your truest self yes. and you don't feel like a part of you is being expressed. And it's so nice to like hear that you're creating a space for people and individuals mm-hmm. where they have that moment where they are finding themselves mm-hmm. because dance, we both, we actually met through dance. Through dance. <laughs> Obviously not heels. <laughs> Fun tip. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's just, so we grew up dancing, obviously together, side by side, throughout school, high school, yeah. and we probably both can say that having that expression teaches you so much more than how to move your body. 1,000%. And I think that's what a lot of the women take away from dance classes they're like, well, first of all, you're getting your flexibility, you're getting your strength, you're getting coordination. Uh, a lot of the girls, when I first started teaching them, I remember they couldn't, um, like, even do a simple, like, grapevine step, which, hi, grapevines are hard. <laughs> like, I remember yeah. doing them, I was like, mm, what is that? Excuse me. And now you want me to do a double time? No. And then add a six freaking inch pump on it? No. But now, oh, they can do almost advanced combos. Yeah. And it's refreshing to see even just that growth in six months because yeah. they're consistent, they're persistent, and they just want that out of there. But yeah, no, it's it's a lot sometimes, but it's it's really refreshing to see the environment. So rewarding. Very rewarding. Yeah. As we've kind of said that confidence building plays a big role in both of your main fields of what you have going on right now. Yes. What's your biggest advice for people lacking in confidence? goes back to being that patient with yourself and it's okay because a lot of people I have a lot of people come up to me and they say that they're like why don't we have passion projects so and that's kind of where I understand where people would get stagnant because it's like a lot of my stuff comes from a passion project like when I was in that stagnant energy I at least knew that I had a passion for dance and I had a passion for beauty industry whereas if people don't have that, then where do you go off of almost being like, you're already lost in yourself. So how do you find that confidence? If you're like, I don't, I don't even know what I like to do. Yeah. I have no passion. Yeah. Where is confidence going to stem from? Exactly. Yeah. So the biggest thing is put yourself out there in like, like safely and respectfully for yourself and whatever your boundaries consist of. 
But if you are like, normally I go to, through a drive-thru and I like to go get my coffee. Maybe go inside and read a book in that coffee shop. Maybe you'll meet someone new or go a little bit out of your ordinary days. Find something a little bit different and then you might pave a new path, find a new thing. And that kind of grows from there. I think just trying new things have given me so much confidence because now you're building a bigger skill set for yourself and um, area as well. So that is such good advice. I 1000% agree with it because it's like, how are you going to gain confidence and expect to change in yourself if you keep everything the same? Same. Yeah. So you need a little spark. And sometimes, like you said, if you go through the drive through all the time to get your coffee, go in and have a human interaction mm-hmm. or, and sit down and be comfortable in spaces alone. Yes. Do I things feel like, alone. Do things alone. Don't wait for people. And it's like, I feel like that's definitely something I learned when I was in a period where I was lacking confidence and I wasn't really sure where I was going or I was trying to find direction yeah and confidence and something I did for myself was get comfortable sitting with myself Mm -hmm. and okay why what am I lacking where am I lacking where am I what do I like where are my passions and why am I not activating them Mm -hmm. why aren't I going for it exactly and it I know starting with coffee and sitting alone in a coffee shop sounds small but one day it's gonna take you yeah to that heels class because you might meet hear, a friend or like I say you might hear a conversation and it's okay to be like oh sorry I was just I just overheard but that's that, that's a great thing and I would love to get into it yeah the amount of experiences that I have like gotten into because I went out of my routine is like it blows my mind Huge. honestly and that's why I like to keep my life as constantly moving and also I think that also comes to like dating too like also like, have fun with dating. Like, don't get so, like... Wrapped up in the yeah, pressure. Being like, oh, I, I, me and this one person, we're talking and we're so excited and put your whole energy into this person. Like, gently take it in, whatever they're giving you, and it's new perspective, and then also be like, wow, like, I never would have thought of that if this person didn't come into my life. Yeah, you learn things from every, every person, person that comes in your life. Oh, it's amazing. Some of the conversations, like... I've had, like, even if we will go to the city and, like, things that don't happen your way, but you're still, like, I'm open to new things, Mm -hmm. you find new people, new connections. There you you go. And you find some nice little places Places. to eat. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, wow. (laughs) Wow, that was good. Yeah. I'm so happy I ended up here. But that made connection, too, so. Exactly. You never know where you're going to meet people and where it's going to lead you. So I think putting yourself out there is scary and as unconfident as you may be, putting yourself out there is rewarding. So rewarding. And even going for that coffee is growth. If that's not what you're into. Yeah. It's just you're growing constantly, but you have to be actively growing. Yes. You have to be actively going for it and recognizing that if you want to grow confidence, you have to recognize what that's going to look like for you. Yeah. And putting yourself out there is a huge part of that growth and that of confidence. That growth. Because you, you can't expand your skill set if you're literally doing the same thing every single day. Yeah. And then... Like, look at when you were in that stagnant place last year, right before you 
took that huge mm-hmm. leap. Yeah. You decided to change, put yourself out there. Look at where you are. We always talk about, this is a frequent conversation. We won't get personal. Yeah. <laughs> but look at where your life was a year ago. Yeah. And look at how much you've grown and how much confidence you've gained, even by starting a new career, meeting yep. new people, and gaining new experiences. Oh my and gosh. same for myself. Yeah, I'm so thankful, honestly, for the last year because I remember being in that energy last year, being like, oh, I just don't, like, I felt so unconfident, honestly. And I was like, just, you know, you see your whole environment or your, your whole friend group moving on. And I was like, okay, hey, but what's, what about what's me now? For me? Yeah. Um, not that I was ever putting down my friends because I was very excited and proud of them. And, but I was like, okay, now where can I evolve into? So I think it was honestly, it was switch. One day it was like, I'm done with my life. I'm applying to school. Next day, boom. <laughs> there was the letter. Happened. And I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, I didn't even have time to think about it. But you know what? We're doing it. And I was like, worst case, <laughs> honestly, it was in the energy. I'm like, if it fails, it failed. Like, honestly. We'll gain experience. Yeah. Some way or another. So if you're in a point where it's like, like you said, I'm unconfident. I'm just stuck. I see everyone moving. And that's such a common mindset. Yeah. That is such a common... I talk to so many people in similar age. It's like some people are just stuck. And that's so normal. Really, It's way, It's really normal. It's really normal. And you also have to be okay with failure. Like be... Understand that like... Because you will fail yeah. multiple times. You will fall off those heels. Many times. Many times. And, like, you actually might break a heel. Yeah, you might break a heel. (laughs) Life comes with broken heels. Yes. And the amount of pairs of shoes I went through is crazy. But at the same time, like, like, be okay with the fact that you're failing, but you're failing for purpose. Yeah. You're like, okay, well, I learned something that day. And here we go. That didn't work, so. You're just doing it. Next avenue. Do you have any advice for... 20-something girls who are looking to pursue their passions into careers? Honestly, this sounds so cliche, but just go for it. If you have that inkling, why wait? Why wait? That is a huge, well, you know, that's a huge motto of mine. Mm -hmm. And it's relatively new over the past few years where I have fully embraced exactly what you said. Mm -hmm. You have to go for it. Yeah. If that's a passion, you ha- that can turn into something. If it starts somewhere, you don't know where it's going to go. So okay. just going for it is great. Well, and it's okay if it starts small and it's okay if it fails. Like yeah. you like I said you'll just you'll eventually you'll figure things out once it all comes in time too. So and you have to be mindful that not everything's going to come to you at once. Like you can't be greedy almost in that way. Yeah, like you can't expect everything to happen for you and stop right comparing off the your life to other people's too. That's the biggest mm-hmm. thing that I think when I got into this just industry as well, and I was like, hey, everything's happening for me, but like sometimes I don't feel fulfilled. Like what's going on? But I found myself in that comparison mindset, and that's where I was not why I was not feeling fulfilled is because I was comparing to estheticians or dance teachers that have been in this industry for years decades yeah and, and we like, all fall fault of it yeah and it's like okay well that's so unrealistic of myself why am I comparing myself to someone that literally has so much knowledge and education not saying that I can't get there but be realistic with yourself you literally just started yeah you just started you have so much time to grow into yeah a 10-year professional yeah and you will and you will it's this is how if you it ask, starts <laughs> and that's the thing and also ask 
if you are very like confident or even if you ask these people that you idolize I always ask people like how did you start people love sharing their backstory about how they got somewhere because they feel like now they're getting recognized for all their stuff and it's kind of a it's a fun topic for people to talk about themselves like oh that this is how I got here yeah that's kind of cool way that people idolize it a little bit too very complimentary yeah I think of people are very proud of their journey. They're open to sharing. 100%. And you're right. All you can do is ask and all you can do is absorb the information in the environment you're in. Take some tips. Take some tips. And yeah, take everything with a grain of salt, put it in your own words and kind of go from there. Just go for it. Just, just Just go go for it. it. I am so happy that you, that we're having this chat today. Mm -hmm. Seriously, I'm just so happy to share what you have going on with people that are listening Mm -hmm. because you inspire me all the time. And I always say, I don't ever say it enough though, (laughs) that I'm so (laughs) proud of you and taking your steps into all sorts of passions. And I can't wait to see where everything just goes for you. Oh, thank you, my girl. I'm always proud of you too. I I just love it. I just, I love to see it. We love to feel it. it. Love to motivate. So exciting. Okay. So as you know, I try to do this at the end of episodes but as a 20-something girl what's something you're constantly reminding yourself um that I think we fixate on timelines as well and that's also inappropriate to think because timelines are so outdated and they don't work honestly so just be mindful that Life happens, and life is your own journey, honestly. Remind yourself that you have time. Yep. You always have time. You always have time. It's never too late. No. So ditch that little expectation of wherever you think that you need to be in accordingly. Obviously, mark out bench points so you give have yourself... Goals. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> so you have some, some mindfulness of it, but be mindful that it's okay if it doesn't work. I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay, to end off this episode, where can people find you? What's your what's your beauty page? Shout it out on Instagram right oh now. Pick a plug plug. Okay. Um, my beauty page is Evolving Beauty by Jay. Um, and my personal one is JJ Wardy, so you can follow me there. I love it. Well, mm-hmm. thank you so much for being the first 20-something girl podcast guest. <laughs> wow, I'm like so honored. <laughs> like, go me. I love it. <laughs> and thank you everyone for listening. Yeah, I hope you have a great week. Yes, please do. Bye, guys. Bye.